Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on, Kim? We're finishing doom scrolling. Uh... Let's see. We can't we don't have time to talk about all this stuff. So let's talk about, I don't know why this keeps happening, but did you see the video of the guy on the United flight? He sits down with his wife in the seats he's not assigned. Okay. Some woman comes along who has that seat. She's like, eh. I think she may ask him to move, but she definitely goes to the flight attendant and says, hey, you know, there's people in my seat. Flight That's attendant, what I do. Exactly. Just go straight to the flight attendant. And maybe this woman did, by the way. It sounds like maybe she did. So but I always to, try to play it like I'm like, hey, maybe uh, I got I the wrong up. seat. Exactly, uh, it's always on me. Uh, I think I got the wrong seat. There's people in there. Yep, every time. Like, oh, uh, I don't know. And by the way, I have many times. I don't fly that often, but I have many times, at least probably five or six times, gone and someone's like, hey, uh, my seat's over there. Do you mind? And if I'm flying alone, I'm like, I don't care. As long as I'm not okay. giving up a an aisle seat for a window seat or something like that, yeah, I'll switch with you. But she goes to the flight attendant. Flight attendant comes over, tells this guy, hey, uh, this isn't your seat. He loses it. I watched this video. And I got really nervous for a I'm minute that it was that it was my brother, because you can't see his face for a lot of it. Which and one? It, my youngest brother, the lawyer. It, okay. it looked like him, and I was like, "Oh no, did they fly somewhere? Is he in trouble?" I I don't I don't see him going into a rage like this, but you know I don't know what's going on. He could have something going on in his life right now. People are freaking out on airplanes. So this guy does the old. You know, you were talking about Tito Ortiz earlier, so he's on the mind. But right. I mean, full UFC. Punch swinging wow. at the flight attendant. He lands at least one, and then everyone in the cabin. Sitting, like, because he was sitting in the wrong seat. He's asking him to move, and he loses it. And so then every as soon as he hits that uh, flight attendant and lands that punch. Is it a male or a female? It's a, it's a, the, uh, I think it's a female flight attendant. That he punches? Yeah. And, and And the crowd, the people on the plane rush towards this and try and break this fight up, and, you know, he gets kicked off. He opened, he got so far, Lazo, he opened the emergency exit. I think it was over the wing. Because the one they showed on the news, they just showed the one over the wing. But one of the women who was being interviewed who was there. She said that he got the emergency exit open and was about to jump out, which they said is a two-story fall. But I'm thinking if it was over the wing, he would have jumped on the wing. But anyway, they said it would have been a two-story fall, and they grabbed him right before he jumped out. I don't know why they didn't let him jump out. Oh, my God. This is the moment an angry passenger attacked a United Airlines staff member overnight, all in an alleged dispute over his seat assignment. Just kept explaining, like, sir, doesn't look like your wife is assigned here. Like, could we please, like, escort her to her correct seat? Um, and he was just like, no, like, no, like, we insist, like, this is what we were assigned to. Why is this happening all the time? I think the airlines have to go, you know what? We, we, need to, we need to get rid of about three rows of seats and give people a little more room because they're yeah. losing their minds in here. We, you, it used to hold 100 people. It's now holding 400. Maybe we should right, take that number down a little, a little bit. bit, charge a little more. I don't know. Ask the government to subsidize it. Figure something out. But people are losing their minds all the time now. And the only thing I can figure, and it's not like you could say, well, we're just seeing it more now because of social media. But no, the airlines say, here's our 
you know, right. record of incidents, and it just continues to skyrocket. Well, there's got to be a reason, and the only thing I can think is air flying has become worse and worse and worse. I don't want to do it ever. I hate it. Like, I, I used to love it. Yep. It I hate it. I hate it. We, we, I hate know, the whole process. We drive the from Florida. getting in, like the, from parking the all, airport. All it. Uh, it starts all at it. parking, and then it goes through the TSA. No, no, no. It starts at waking up in the morning and driving to the goddamn okay, airport. Okay, but even if you go later in the afternoon, but yeah. TSA, and then you know being huddled onto that thing, yep. flight cancellations delayed. Like it's just it's a you pain. know. You're you have a carry-on bag. They say it's too big. Like it's just it's too much. Yep. And then, or your phone dies, and you're in a seat that you, I mean, I literally, yeah, I could crunch. not be, there's not much more you could do to make me more uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I guess I'm sort of tall, I'm 6'2", but there's plenty of people taller than me. I'm telling you, at 6'2", in those regular seats, Miserable. you don't fit. Mi- I, mean, I, I can't. You cannot fit in there. And I, I can't, like, r- lean down to get something in front of me because right. I can't, I can't move. Yeah. It's, you, it's they got to do something right. Is that why this guy freaked out? I don't know. Maybe yeah. there's some other reason. Maybe, uh... You know, there's uh, been a change in our diet that's causing people to get angry. Maybe it's because everyone's vaping. Maybe the guy needed his nicotine, and, uh, you know, he got on the airplane, and he wasn't vaping, and he lost his mind. But speaking of which, I'm starting to worry about this whole vaping situation because Australia has been like, you know what, we don't like this. This is a tobacco industry. They're targeting kids once again. Smoking rates have gone up for the first time, which we heard the same thing in the United States. First time in years with a certain age range, and it's young people, and they say it's because of vaping. Once again, though, when I watch these Australian guys talk, they talk about vaping, and it's all about vaping will lead you to smoking, which is interesting because I don't really know. Do you know anyone who went like, oh, vaping's good, but I'm not, sure I'm not a high school kid, so, you know. Well, sure it does. Well, they say it does. So uh, that seems to be the concern. I don't know yet if they're saying vaping itself is bad for you. They are saying that if you want to do it, you should be an adult and you should get a prescription for it. <clears throat> do you remember, Laszlo, it has to be like, you know, to help you quit smoking. Right. Do you remember, it was like 2004 or something, I went to the doctor, and he was like, you know, you should quit smoking, and I was like, okay, and he prescribed me that that kit, and I brought it into work, and it was like a little plastic thing, and I put those cartridges in there, and they were nicotine, like liquid nicotine, All right. and then you and I would just inhale it. There was no vapor, right? but you would just oh, inhale yeah, 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 this, yeah, yeah. and you could feel it in the back of your throat, and it would give you nicotine. Yeah. So anyway, it sounds like that's kind of what Australia is saying. We're going to ban vaping. But adults can still do it if they you know, are using it to quit smoking. Just like they did with smoking, let's be very clear about this. Big Tobacco has taken another addictive product, wrapped it in shiny packaging, added sweet flavours to create a new generation of nicotine addicts. Young vapors are three times as likely to take up smoking. So it is no wonder that under 25s are the only cohort in our population that are seeing smoking rates actually increase. The other problem they said, which Young I'm sure, vapors. I'm sure it's a, a problem name. in the United States too, but they said there's a lot of black market uh, vaping products. They, they haven't been regulated. Uh, they haven't gone through any type of process. You know, they, they try and regulate uh, vape juice and then some other company or, you know, guy in his basement makes more right. vape juice. And so they're trying to crack down on the, the black market vape stuff too. Vaping feels like uh, it's so big. Snowcone was saying this earlier off the air. We were talking about this. I'll show you things like, man, it's so big now. The lobbies have to be huge. The tobacco industries are all involved now. They've all got their own products. So it's not going to go away, right? But I could see them taking the flavors away. I could see them taking away a lot of the things that, you know, all the stuff that I'm using right now. I could see them taking that away. I don't know. I mean, I know it's everywhere, but isn't that kind of why some people want it gone? I can't imagine that anything will go away. 
I mean, so like with Juul, it was crazy because that company was massive. And then all of a sudden, like, all right, all the flavors have to go away and you can't sell it in these stores. And I mean, there may be a little bit, but they're going to keep coming up with different ways. And if they haven't taken away cigarettes. Right. That's my that's thing. That's my thing. Like, just go back to that. Cigarettes are still You're, readily right. available. Right. At your grocery store. Exactly. So, so if they haven't taken that away, then I think there's going to be a lot of talk about how they should take away vapes, but it'll never reach. And, and, too and, late. And your argument is that it leads to smoking. Right. Well, then do something stricter about, I don't know, the person who sells to someone underage or... Well, I, no, I, I mean, know. the idea would be it wouldn't lead to smoking get, if smoking was illegal. Right. And just get but, rid of it. Everybody vapes. Right. I mean, but they're not going to get rid of smoking. No. So if they're not going to get rid of smoking, they're not going to get rid of the stuff that leads to it. Exactly. And if they were going to get rid of smoking, they would have done it a long, long time, time ago. ago. And they decided... We knew by the time you know we were kids, like this is they're not going to get rid of these. There'll be plenty of lawsuits and all that, and things can change mm-hmm. and the rules can change. But cigarettes aren't going away until mm-hmm. people just quit smoking and the demand is gone. Which, I you know I don't know. You watch, you look at those charts and look at the percentage of people who smoke. You know, in the United States, it just went down and down and down and down. And then there was a little peak with that certain age group, just like Australia. But it's huge in China and other countries, oh, yeah. and I see that's where they're spending most of their or a lot of their advertising money. So I, I just. I, cigarettes aren't going away in my lifetime. I don't know that they're going away in your kid's lifetime. No. I, I just, it's been around a long time. It's also kind of like, it's kind of America's thing, right? I mean, you know, mm. what's his name? Uh, I can't think of his name now. Came over and, uh, you know, was introduced to tobacco by the natives. And, uh, you know, Native Americans introduced tobacco. They take it back. Well, Raleigh, right? And whatever his name was. He takes it back to the queen Suddenly, everyone's like, what is this tobacco stuff? Right. When you travel the country or travel the world, other parts of the world will advertise cigarettes like made with yeah, real American right. tobacco or taste just like American tobacco, right. popular in America. We are like the, you know, uh, like what France is to wine. I don't know who is it to wine. Italy, France is champagne, okay. right? Whatever. Okay. We are to tobacco. Like, that's our thing. Right. It's kind of our, I think it's something well, I guess we do the because, best. you know, we, I don't know. Do other people grow tobacco as well as we do here? I, I don't, I don't, I mean, they, I don't know they the try, right? You, those the camels, uh, don't they say that they're made with Turkish tobacco, some of them, right? So maybe it's, but I don't think, think they were grown too. in Turkey. Right? I don't know. I think it's just a type of tobacco. Is that a tobacco, yeah. t- type of tobacco? I do know that it seems, it is definitely something that we're good at and probably the best at, which I'm not saying it's the only thing, you know, but yeah, sure, it kills you. But there's something kind of cool about it. Did you ever watch that documentary about the tobacco guys who go to the big uh, conventions and they show off their tobacco yield for the mm-hmm. year and then they try and sell it? It's interesting. I think it was on HBO. Anyway, uh, Stokone, you said we're already out of time. I had to tell Lazo about someone who died. Oh, yeah. We didn't, and we didn't even get to the Ed Sheeran thing. Let's talk about Ed Sheeran real quick. Yeah. Ed Sheeran says if he loses this uh, lawsuit, he's done. That's what some of the headlines say. If you read it a little more in context, I'm not positive that he's saying he's done with music. He just seems frustrated. No cameras are allowed at the trial, but testimony between Sheeran and opposing counsel at times has become heated. The singer saying his music career may slow down if he's found liable, telling the court, if that happens, I'm done. Adding, to have someone come in and say we don't believe you, you must have stole it, I find insulting. Sheeran also gave the jury an impromptu concert, playing his guitar on the stand to make the argument the inspiration for his song was actually Van Morrison, not Marvin Gaye. He says that the label would refer to his song as the Van Morrison song, like, oh, the, the Van Morrison one. That's what he says. Like, so we were talking about that earlier. And right. He says that they talked about it like it was Van Morrison. Then apparently what he did was on his guitar, he started talking about how, you know, it's a love song. You could mash it up with another love song, he said. Uh, and then he started doing songs like Can't Help Falling in Love. That's Elvis, right? Uh, I Will Always Love You, Dolly Parton. 
Uh, Thinking Out Loud is his song, mm-hmm. right? And he was showing how these songs fit together. Now, Snowcone, you were saying off the air earlier that that doesn't matter. A mashup well, doesn't not help the prove chord his point. Progress- he's, what he's saying with that is that it's the same chord progression on these songs. Yeah. But that's not what the issue is. And we, I don't think it's the melody of the song. It's the way he sings it. It's yeah. the actual melody. That's what is copying to me. Well, he says uh, he expressed his admiration for Van Morrison calling the Northern Irish singer, quote, one of the most important influences in my life, end quote. He said his record label even referred to Thinking Out Loud as the Van Morrison song. So they said his good humor all but vanished when he faced cross-examination. From attorney uh, Patrick Frank asked him about testimony from an expert witness, blah, blah, blah. Right. He's not, come on, he's not done. No, of course not. If he loses, he's not done. It's something he said, uh, you know, it's just one of those things, like he's frustrated, right? He yeah. says something. Or was he, he saying, I'm done, out. like... Not like he's giving up, but like people aren't going to listen to me. Like I'm done if that happens. Oh, no, I don't think he meant that. No, I, think he meant he, I don't think he did either. But I was just it, trying no, to find. He says, I mean, the quote is, "It said if found guilty." And he says, "If that happens, I'm done. I'm stopping. I find it really insulting to devote my whole life to being a performer and a songwriter and have someone diminish it." Yeah. And then he says, "I mash up songs at a lot of gigs. Many songs have similar chords. You can go from Let It Be to No Woman No Cry and switch back." And he said, "If I'd done what you're accusing me of doing, I'd be an idiot to stand on stage in front of twenty thousand people and do that." Uh, I did hear him say something else. I, I don't know where the quote is now, but it, or I saw something where he said, "There's, it's a, it's a love song, um, like a love ballad." I don't remember what he referred to it as. And he's like, "There's only so many melodies," which mm-hmm. is kind of what I've been saying. But mm-hmm. you know, you guys say it's, it's the same, so maybe he'll get. Well, that doesn't mean there's not so many melodies. Lose. I mean, you're right, but I mean, it is the same. Right. You, th- you think that he should lose the. Lawsuit. I don't know if I think you should lose. I mean, I, I don't know, to be honest, but... Lazo. Well, can you play them both again? Uh, I don't have it here. It's This internet is so messed up today. Well, I, I go know. back a day... I can't well, hear it. I can't. I don't know. It sounded like it to me when I heard it a couple days ago, but... I mean, yeah, it's, it's there. I'm surprised that it takes this long. I guess there's probably a lot of money involved, and so, you know, they're having... Exp- like, what's the ec- expert witness? What, who is that? Who do they call up? Someone who's a sure somebody who's an expert in music theory or something and plays the melody. There's, it's like a handwriting there's expert. There's such thing as like musicologists. Yeah. yeah. So they come up there yeah. and explain. But So if the defense has their own witness and that person comes up there and says, look, there's only so many chord progressions, so many melodies, and that would be a witness. It's pretty crazy. All right, Lazo, real quick. Gordon Lightfoot died. Mm-hmm. First of all, let me play a couple of his hits, okay? If my mom liked it. Read my, my love, Do you remember this one? Yeah. Okay. So Snowcone says he doesn't recognize any of these songs. How do you not know this? You don't know the wreck of the Edmonds Fitzgerald? No. Listen. You've never heard that before in your life. Never. Gerald. No, no, that hold on. Down, you better go down. Nothing. Yeah. How does he not know that? I think it's no like your parents would listen. Like that's something your parents. You that's why you heard it. But my parents don't listen to it. And I don't know where else I would have heard it. Just it's laying around people's houses. I feel like it was, yeah, on, I mean, it was, it was on soft rock, soft rock radio. But right. I'm older yeah. than you. Massive. I think it's probably yeah. an age thing. So I thought, and no, this is so dumb. I shouldn't admit this. When I saw that he died, I was like. Listening to his songs, and first of all, I, I thought one of those songs was a Fogelberg song, so that confused me. But then, which one? The the Edmund Fitzgerald one. Really, Edmund Fitzgerald was Dan Fogelberg. That's what I would have said on Jeopardy if you held a gun to my head, like, "Oh, it's uh, Fogelberg." Right. I don't know. It's about a ship or something. Anyway, yeah. Kenny Loggins. The wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. 
Right, I know, it's but didn't, Michigan, Dan, didn't, I think. didn't Dan Fogelberg have a song about a ship, too? I don't think so. Oh, I'd have to go back Run and look Run for like the it. Roses. I'll have the to The leader go back of the band is dead. But Kenny Loggins is the person. And I know they're, not, they're not that similar. Top Gun, I get it. It's for Kenny whatever Loggins. for whatever reason in my mind. Loggins and Messina. I saw the same picture in my head each time that name. If I saw Gordon Lightfoot or Kenny Loggins, I never saw Gordon them together. Lightfoot and Kenny Loggins. I thought they were the same person for a really long time. Well, until today. So that's yeah. I, look, I don't know that much about Kenny Loggins. I know he did the Top Gun song. What else did he do, Snowcone? I have no idea. Kenny Loggins? Kenny Loggins? He did the Top Gun song. He's done some yeah. other stuff. I know that Danger name, Zone. I, I couldn't name you anything. Okay, I know Danger Zone. Footloose? Oh, yeah, oh, okay. Footloose. Okay, okay, there you go. Because, yeah, he had, him. like, a, a couple big movies. Yeah, I've heard the name. And I, yeah. I just, for whatever reason, I don't know why, I thought, you know, Gordon Lightfoot. If, I, if you played me Gordon Lightfoot yesterday... The wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. I'd say it's so weird that this guy did the Top like Gun I said, like, song. Early, like when you said the name, like I've heard that I name. Mean, you know Kenny Loggins. I yeah, know, but I, I, I know Kenny Loggins. Gordon White. I'm all right from Kenny. Yeah, exactly. Actor. Exactly. It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Because uh, I know those those movie songs, and I know they're Kenny Loggins, but for some reason, I guess I thought he had a softer side, <laughs> and, and that it was yeah, Gordon Lightfoot. The Church of Laszlo.